There's so many great things happening in the Archdiocese of St. Paul, Minneapolis. It's like in the Book of Esther. God has placed each of us in this local church for a time like this. We're just all people, people of God. You know, we're all human. We're all fallen. We're all sinners. I think we put on Christ, we put on love. Put on Christ with us as we learn to witness in new ways, find inspiration in those around us, and look for guidance from the Holy Spirit, our Holy Mother Church, and the shepherds of our local church. Because we're all on a journey. Continue this journey with us now with another episode of Practicing Catholic. Welcome back to Practicing Catholic. I'm producer Kayla Mayer. Well, fall is definitely in the air. State fair has come and gone, kids are back in class, and college students have returned to campus. But for me, back to school season at the University of St. Thomas meant one thing, the St. Paul's Outreach Hog Roast. Relive part of my college experience with me now as we chat with Josiah Kloss, a chapter leader for St. Paul's Outreach at the University of St. Thomas, about how SPO is bringing Christ and roasted hogs to college campuses this year. Josiah, welcome. Thanks so much. It's great to be here. It's good to see you. Yeah. Yeah. Glad to have you. Um, so college students are back at back on campus. You're getting households up and running. How does it feel to have sort of that energy back on campus and, you know, preparing for the big hog roast? Yeah, the the legendary hog roast. I just put in our order for our smoker and our hog. He's going to oh, be, yeah. uh, or she, I guess I don't know. I didn't, I don't <laughs> think you request. Probably she would be my guess, but uh, it's going to be like 200 pounds, I think. Something like that. Oof. Yeah. One yeah, year we did it's a, a three hundred. It's a big one. Yeah. 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 <laughs> one year we did like a three hundred pound one and we had leftover pork until uh November, I think. Oh my. It was crazy. Oh my. Yeah. Yeah. Um no, it's it's so good to be back. Um it's very exciting. Uh there is a ton of energy. I mean, I'm uh been on campus kinda all week and all of the they move in in kind of waves. And so anyone who kind of helps out with St. Thomas, either through student government or St. Thomas also does these like, uh, they're called living learning communities, um, which is similar to like an honors dorm type thing where like, if you are living with a group of people, cause you're all studying engineering or you're all studying Catholic studies or whatever, uh, they move in early, but over the next, I think like two or three days is when everybody else is moving in. So, um, campus is kind of buzzing. There's like, I mean, every day there's some sort of, um, campus kind of fair or activity thing. So we're usually outside playing volleyball kind of nearby and meeting everybody's coming through. And, uh, it's, it's awesome. It's also a little intimidating because once you get started, the momentum just kind of keeps going until December. So I'm, we're just kind of like officially locked in now and, and this is what we're doing for the next like four months so yeah, um, yeah. but it's, it's good it's really exciting mm -hmm. um so kind of speaking about um like being around all the students and um just kind of being near them and being there to offer Christ to them mm -hmm. how do you get the word out about SPO and other Catholic programs on campus and also are the programs just just for Catholics yeah, totally. Um, great question. So uh, it, it kind of depends. I mean, we, we do a variety of things. So there's um, the programs are not just for Catholics. Um, in fact, we we actually really try and kind of cater our 
like entry level programs, or at least have some sort of program that anyone can come to that usually has some element of faith involved in it, but regardless of belief system or how much they're practicing, um, whatever belief system they do have, uh, is they can still kind of enter into and uh, experience community. Um, um, so, you know, one of the things we talk about a lot, and I think is kind of a, a common term within the church right now, but is relational evangelization and this idea of building relationships with people um, that are kind of true and earnest and kind of breaking down walls. And it's through that that we're able to really like start talking about what we believe and kind of share. <clears throat> and we found that that just kind of lands, I think, a lot better if somebody like really believes that you care about them. You know, then, you know, as the old adage goes, they'll, they'll maybe believe what you care about. So um, we uh, there's kind of two there. At, this is a little bit particular to St. Thomas because it's a Catholic school. Some people are coming in having been involved in youth groups and awesome parishes, either in the cities or, you know, other states as well, um, and are looking for places to get plugged in and and things to get plugged in too and so um we we do some kind of like events with particular with campus ministry here at saint thomas where it's primarily just kind of like letting everyone know we exist where it's i mean it's kind of just a big publicity thing so we'll do, we do like a campus ministry block party um there's like a space on saint thomas it's like a big kind of open green square we call it the quad and we do uh what we call a block party, which is, you know, basically there's a bunch of games, there's probably some food. And, uh, usually there's like a, like, uh, Luke Spihar is coming to perform for us. Who's like a, he's a Catholic, um, singer songwriter graduated from SJV back in the day. Um, so we'll, we'll do things like that to kind of like for anyone who's like really looking. Um, but then we also do things like just getting on campus and meeting people. And that's, that's probably the primary way in which we like really connect with new people uh, is we just like go up to them and say, hello, <laughs> that's, that's kind of our MO. So we uh, we'll do things like volleyball or, you know, just anything that's like play a lot of spike ball, which is basically like volleyball. If you don't know what spike ball is played with like four people um, and just constantly meeting new people, inviting people. We go into the cafeteria, have lunch, sit down with new people and just get to know them. And, and then from there, you know, the, the hope is to invite them to some event we're doing, um, like the hog roast, like you mentioned, um, or, uh, we'll like kind of when we start kicking off some of our events, like we do men's nights and women's nights, we'll invite them to that. And, um, it's kind of through that, that they kind of understand a little bit more of, okay, here's who we are. Here's who we're about. And, you know, we'll, we'll usually ask, like, are you religious at all? Like, are you, you know, do you go to church around here? You know, try to, try to understand a little bit more of where they're coming from, what they're interested in. And, um, but if they're like, I'm not Catholic and I'm not interested, um, that doesn't mean we're like, peace, you know, uh, <laughs> but we're, you know, that's, that's actually a lot of the people we, we really want to be in contact with. And so, um, it's, you know, continuing to invite them over to some of our, we, we call them grassroots stuff or kind of organic stuff, uh, like coming over to dinner at the household or coming over to, um, yeah, some of our events that are like, you know, uh, less, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, 
less open, like that, that are, are more kind of fun and less like, you know, we're not like teaching something about God mm -hmm. there, you know? Right. Right. Yeah. Never underestimate the power of that personal invitation. Yeah. Uh, um, so you mentioned households and I just want to back up maybe a little bit for anyone who isn't familiar with SPO, what you guys do, what does household mean? What does that look like? Yes, absolutely. So households kind of like probably one, if you've ever talked to an SPO missionary and been like, what does SPO do? Uh, they'll probably bring up households. Uh, basically the, the philosophy is that we want to, as, as missionaries invite students as deep into our life as we possibly can. And, and we really want to like witness, we, you know, we really believe in the power of witnessing, um, our faith, uh, through like daily action. Um, but as well as just like experiencing running after the faith together. Um, and so we live in households with them. Um, so it'll usually be one to two missionaries in a household of, you know, anywhere between six to 10 students, maybe, um, there'll be a men's house, there'll be a women's house. And in these households, they pray liturgy the hours in the morning together. Um, they usually have a couple dinners a week. Um, and they're on kind of mission together. And so the three pillars are kind of holiness, community, and mission. And um, we've kind of found that if any one of those three isn't there, th there's kind of something missing in the house. The house has to kind of be unified around some sort of vision for why they exist. Um, and for us, it's the, the mission on the campus. And so we're inviting students to come with us to do outreach. They lead small groups, things like that. Um, mm -hmm. But it can't just be like a place where we're pouring out. It also has to be a place where we're going deep uh, in our relationship with the Lord and also with one another. And so um, we found that, you know, we, we need to have a regular rhythm of praying together and also just having meals together. And, you know, it's there that we're sharing about how our lives are going and building relationships with one another. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And there's households uh, on college campuses around the country. Mm -hmm. um, yep. But focusing locally, you have teams on both the U of M campus and the University of St. Thomas. Yes, ma'am. Um, so how are the needs on those campuses alike and different, one being a Catholic school and one being a huge public school? Totally. Um, that's, a, that's a good question. I, you know, I think it's, uh, some of it is probably as you might expect um, you know, the, the demographic of the schools are different for sure. Particularly at St. Thomas, you, you still get a lot of people, not necessarily who are coming in, who are like are really vibrantly practicing their faith, but at least grew up in a family that was culturally Christian in some way. And there's still a lot of that at the University of Minnesota. Um, however, I think there is a, a higher amount of, of people who, you know, haven't grown up like a like aren't baptized, you know, they, they haven't grown up in any, you know, Christian denomination at all. Um, and so there is kind of that difference. Uh, you know, the, the demographics of students probably because of that, like politically are, are a little bit different though. I mean, in my experience, young people have a tendency to kind of just be like left leaning in general. So I think that's kind of true across the board. Um, but the, the biggest difference I think is, 
Well, it's the same problems, I would say. They just like kind of look different. But it's the same it's the same experience of and people asking the same questions of, you know, who who am I really and how should I live my life? I you know, and I think like those are the two questions that college students are really like kind of wrestling with in college, whether or not they know it or not. Um, but who am I? And, you know, for us is this question of who, who have I been made to be? And, and then how should I live my life? How should that reflect in my actions? And, um, I think at the university of St. Thomas, oftentimes, um, some of the, 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 the hurt or the pain that the students carry around can kind of be um, hit, you know, it can kind of be in like the, you know, our family stayed together, but it was really tough and I didn't experience being loved very much. Um, and you know, th- I mean, this is an extreme typecast, so, you know, <laughs> maybe take us with a grain of salt, but, uh, but I do think that perhaps over at the university of Minnesota, there can be a little bit more, um, you know, having grown up in like single parent homes and things like that. Again, not that that doesn't happen at St. Thomas and not that people at the U of M don't have parents who are married, but I do think that the, I wouldn't be surprised if the statistics were higher at the U of M for growing up in single parent homes and things like that, or um, not growing up in any kind of religious circumstance. Um, But people at St. Thomas are just as messed up and just as broken as people at the U of M. At least that's my experience. I was mm-hmm. at least I went to St. Thomas and I was pretty mm-hmm. messed up. So, mm-hmm. yeah, no, no one's, no one's perfect. No matter what school you go to, and we all have that hurt and pain that we're living with just from life. So, um, yeah, definitely get that. So, Josiah, we're already on our last question. No oh, wow. time flies so fast. Um, for college students that are listening for just general listeners who want to support the mission of SPO. How can college students take the first step to get involved and how can other listeners support your mission? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so uh, if you're looking to just throw some cash somewhere, uh, you can look at spo.org slash support missionary, type in Josiah Kloss and that'll go straight to me. And I'd really, I'm just kidding. Um, so, uh, yeah, if you're looking to get plugged in, um, you know, best, best ways to go about it, um, would probably be if you're at the university of Minnesota, you can just go straight to the Newman center, uh, SPO, the Newman center there are like in total collaboration. It's like one, one big thing. Uh, if you're at the university of St. Thomas, um, you can either reach out to us through, um, like we're, we're also a club on campus. You can reach out to us through there. Um, it's a relatively small campus. You'll probably just see us. Um, if you're at another campus and you're listening to this and would like to get plugged into SPO that is there, um, I would say the, the best ways of kind of reaching out would probably be reaching out to whatever kind of Newman center type thing is there and they can usually get you plugged in. Um, if not, you can also just go to SPO.org and like just email anyone in our national office and they'll figure it out. So, um, if you're looking to support what we're doing, um, yeah, again, you can check out our website, spo.org, um, and that will kind of give you a little bit more about kind of what we do and and the various ways that we help out. Um, if you're looking to like, you know, help out kind of in a non-financial way and you want to like support, um, you know, maybe like host an event at your house and like, you know, whatever that could be, um, 
again, kind of reaching out through there is probably the best, best way to go. Mm-hmm. Well, you heard that. Learn more about how and where SPO serves college students. Just check out their website at spo.org. Josiah, thank you so much for joining us today. Absolutely. Thank you so much.